Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. said it this is i did nailed it mailed it nailed it let's throw back you should (laughs) both say nailed it again i said mailed it mailed it it. Hmm. remember (laughs) no i don't remember i don't guys here's a new here's a new section segment i want to introduce it's called would you buy it okay now wait a minute let me we need some criteria here because, like, well, I'm going to tell you the specs. I'm going to no. tell you how it's going to happen. Son of so this is no, what's going to happen. Need to, but you need to explain it to us first, Aaron. <laughs> well, before I do that, <laughs> let me up. just explain it to you. What I'm going to do is find a pedal online. Okay. I am then going to describe the pedal to you based on its features. I'm not going to tell you the brand. I'm not going to tell you the name, and I'm not going to tell you the price. You guys have to decide, A, if it sounds interesting, B, if it sounds like a good value, like something that you would pay for, or how much you would pay for it. Let's do that. So A, does it sound interesting? B, how much would you pay for it? And then C, try to guess what brand or name it is. How does that sound? Is this this like new... Like brand I'm newly on, announced. I'm on pedals. Sweetwater.com right now, and what I'm going to do is shout out find, Sweetwater. They're actually sponsoring the show this week. Yeah, I'm looking at. <laughs> mm, I'm just going to click on. Okay, here we go. I'm going to click here on reverb, go, and, de- reverb and delay pedals. And if we know what pedal it is, if one of us like recognizes it and thinks they know yeah. what it is, don't say it. Right. Wait till. Or the like end. wait till the other person does. You know. Yeah. Duh. We'll have a chance yeah, to guess. No you get extra points dur. if you can guess exactly what pedal it is. No dur. All right. No doy. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So this pedal is a dual pedal with controls for both echo, delay, echo, delay, and chorus. Okay. They both have separate on and off switches. So you can turn one on or the other on or both. So you can have delay or chorus or both. Or neither. Or neither. So there's four options. There's four options. Okay. On the delay side. No. On the delay side, you have a delay knob, which is, I would assume, is the time, delay time. You have a repeats knob and you have a level knob. Repeats knob. Repeats (laughs) knob. (laughs) You have delay repeats and level you also have a switch that allows you to choose between short and long okay Phil. on the chorus side on the chorus side you have a speed knob width knob depth knob speed width depth tone and a knob that goes between chorus and vibrato you Dude. also have. <laughs> this sounds like some crazy, like uh, Keeley pedal or something. You also Can't have 
an intensity switch that has three different levels of intensity for the chorus. For the chorus. Yeah. And then it has a switch for detune on or off. Mm. That's the top. That's the top of the pedal or the face of the pedal. For in and outs, this is what you have. Ready? Yes. Oh, you have. <laughs> let me see because it's a little confusing. <laughs> let me find out what it is. So it has. Bum, 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 bum. Where is it? Okay. It has an in and out for the delay. It also has in, a separate in, and stereo outs for the chorus. Can you like bypass the in and out? Like, so you can go in the delay and out the chorus, or you can go, or you can loop them separately. Okay, okay. Like the which also means you could you can switch the the effects order. You can go chorus into delay. Is there a switch to fix to switch the effects order? There's not, but they just have separate in and out. So if you you go in the chorus and then out into the delay, yeah. Um, it's in a metal case. Oh, so it's not a Canalia. It's like a it's not a canalia. It's like a standard I can actually tell you the size. So it's five inches, five point one by four point five and two inches oh, yeah. deep. That's the uh, standard uh, enclosure. The standard Aaron, um, five point one by four point five. Go back 5. in and edit me saying the model number of that enclosure. Okay. So people Yeah, it's similar to, it's like a ten what nine B Hammond ten what nine B exactly like the Pelotar or the party animal. Is that the one or is it bigger? Yeah. Yeah. Like standard dual pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, do you think it sounds cool? Totally. By default, the echo is before the chorus. Yes. By default, echo goes into the chorus. That could be kind of cool too. Do you think it sounds cool, Phil? Let's say scale of one to ten. How cool does it sound? Do you do you know what it is, Phil? I have no idea. Oh, okay, neither, yeah, neither do I. Which I'm kind of surprised. Like this sounds like a very specific pedal that so we maybe would have heard of. Scale of one to ten. How cool does it sound? I would say like a seven and a half, seven point five. Okay, so pretty cool. Above yeah. average, C plus. Yeah, That's yeah. like the best score you can give something. Exactly. It's above, above average. average. <laughs> Phil? I, I'm, yeah, I don't know. One I'm, to uh, ten. Just get, throw it out there. 7.9. Let me ask you this. Okay. So it's hard to know without looking at it, right? I feel like if you looked at it, your score would be a lot more definite. Okay. Which is because funny. It, does it have just really because cool it art? looks cool? No, just because like cool? you would have an is opinion it about it. Like, <laughs> I just feel like by looking at it, you would form an opinion based on the brand and based on the design, and like that would inform you. Right. And you wouldn't Prior, say like you wouldn't be edi- fluctuating. You wouldn't be is like an Ed eh, Hardy you would pedal. Like no, you could <laughs> yeah, you could easily just say this is my score for it. So let me ask you this: If that was something that you wanted, how much would you pay for it? How much would like, I pay for it? Or how, how much, much would you? How much would you expect it to be it? new? Like how much do you think it's worth new? Um, Not what would you pay for it? One one eighty. That was gonna say that too. One seventy nine, like that that range. It sounds like a. Aren't there a lot of pedals that come in right at one eighty? Like a lot of the JHS pedals. Yes, do that's it. why I said it. Yeah. Um, I don't know Sorry, any JHS Phil. pedals that are less than one ninety nine. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> well, that means you don't know a lot of JHS except for, pedals then, Except Aaron. for maybe like the the mini boost or something, like the bomb boost. But the standard overdrive price is $199. You guys are right. It's $179. Nice. Phil. And right first. what? See if you can. Oh, so no, guess me, what it is. Guess what company it is. I'll tell you this. It is a well-known company. Electroharmonics. No. You're I, not going to guess uh, that. Okay, well, you just I said mean, we're not going to guess that. I, mean, I didn't mean you're not going to guess it. I meant it's not electronics. <laughs> you may not guess it. You probably won't guess it. Then tell us. All right. Keely. This pedal that I have described is the H2O Chorus Echo from True Tone, formerly mean, known as Visual Sound. Yeah. You mean the, the H2O? The H2O. <laughs> That's for all of yeah. our guitar nerds. It's the H2O Chorus Echo from gonna... True Tone. Dude, that sounds like a pretty dope pedal. And yes, it is an extremely boring looking pedal. Yeah, it's literally just blue oh, with like letters on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the freaking But it's in like a similar case to like Strymon pedals. Like yeah, the case like it, that's... except it's like flat, but it's just like two pieces of bent aluminum or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, and it looks like the even the IO looks similar to yeah. a Strymon. Because it's that like <sighs> Like that's pretty re- cool. Like <laughs> What do you call like that? If, like sparkle kind of finish, but like subtle. Metallic. Like a, yeah, like a metallic finish. Yeah. It's weird to call it metallic because it's literally metal. It's yeah, like, no, it looks like, <laughs> but it's such a, like if I looked at that, if you sent me a picture of that, I'd be like not interested. Don't even tell me what it is. Right? Yeah, which is like. But if you hear about it first, it switches it up. I have my plan has worked. I feel like all of their pedals look awful. Yeah. But like the Jekyll and Hyde, a lot of people like that pedal. Yeah. And it comes up for um, sale a lot locally to me. I don't know if that is like that for everyone else. Yeah. Well, so their pedals don't look as bad as they used to because they used to be like shaped like a home home plate. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a dinner. Yes. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Those it was so <laughs> like ugly a looking. dinner plate. Like a home plate, like they just had some random like, yeah, yeah. like extra corner plate. on them for no yeah, reason. Yeah, three sides, five sides. <laughs> and five it's sides. like, yeah, it's like a, a misshapen pentagon. It's like they've people have for a long time wanted to put multiple pedals on a board where it makes sense to <laughs> yeah, make them it's rectangular. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so weird. And I guarantee you, like the PCB isn't shaped like that. You know, like I don't I think not. I don't think there's like oh we we wanted we wanted to make it a rectangle but the design just wouldn't allow it like I guarantee right. that's not the case you right. Know? <laughs> well, that was fun. <laughs> Do you have another one for us, Aaron, or is that it? Well, I mean, I just found yeah. that one, so Kay. no, I don't. Kay. I do not. That I think good. that was a good amount. Did of time. you go? We'll look do it that up, again, Phil? though. I think that's fun. We'll try that again sometime. If you guys like that segment, let us know. But also, right, like, right in. Secret pedal. Why are the foot switches so close together when they have all the room? Yeah, it's weird, right? That is so weird. Like, there's a few They're all weird like that, I think. design choices. Yeah, totally. You can see them all down there, like the Route 66. And uh, the Jekyll, switches are, are weird. Like, it has, like, slider switches instead of toggle switches, which yeah. seems weird. Yes, it's very weird. What? But in all honesty, like, that's Like, there's no reason why it's weird. It's just non-standard, so it feels exactly. weird. Exactly. Like it's, it's probably like better the, in the sense that you're not you're not going to hit that with your foot on accident. Like you might. Well, that's true switch. too. Yeah, but it, it's like how the Cusack stuff has the RCA jacks for tap instead of like a quarter inch. It's like, why? yeah, that's just freaking annoying because that's like an industry standard. Like it's not yeah. like I'm trying to plug anything into the freaking dips. Well, that's on true. The front, yeah. you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> I like Stupid. that. Hey, that was All a right. success. Success. <clears throat> you had a good idea, and then it worked. Not like my Altoid stickers. <laughs> this successful episode is brought to you by Sinusoid. We like That's them. It. That's it. They make We ropes. like the juice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're... Oh, juice. Okay. Um, juice. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. Check them out. They're our favorites. Check out Gabriel Tenorio. He's our Gabriel Tenorio String Company. <laughs> Here, I finally remember the, your the website. It's <clears throat> thegts.co. Yeah. Not like Co Schneider. Right. Just That's CEO. what we've been saying for this whole time. Thegts.co. So I got a I got a DNA test done. Um, uh-huh. We ordered it like uh, our family. My parents Everybody got loves for a us. little TNA. Exactly. <laughs> we went to a TNA show for the wrestling. You know, <laughs> from your parents. It was great. Um, on mom and dad's dime. Exactly. They paid for those. <laughs> their Black Friday deal. They got us a DNA test and TNA tickets. On mom um, and dad's dime. <laughs> and it, yeah, the place the bar was actually called Mom and Dad's Dime. Interestingly <laughs> enough. Um, and I got the results back and I'm just like the whitest person in, in the world. They just sent you a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, here's the result. This is you. Like, yeah, I'm like Scandinavian is like the least white part of me. It's in reverse order of whiteness and Scandinavian was first. <laughs> my, my, and my family like always talks about how we have like all this Native American ancestry and stuff like that. And no, that's just like total 100% BS. Mm. We're not legit like Phil or like Phil's dad, at least. <laughs> Phil, are I you talking any- about that on? I don't, I, don't I don't know what that's about. I don't know if this branched outside of the of the private group chat. I know. I think it happening? did. It. I did. I did. It was it was on the same episode as um. Uh, the bad review read. Oh, that's right. Mm. <laughs> that's what that's it was. Hard. That doesn't narrow it down. Oh, the bad review that iTunes. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good old Bobby. Bobby Boucher. With his... Uh, so, yeah. uh, do I need to bleep that out again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that, enough yes. time has passed. That was such a funny joke to me that, <laughs> that I don't think anyone really appreciated. Yeah, they did not think I it was appreciate as funny it. as we thought it was. All I the feedback was, that beep is so loud. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hilarious. And it's like, so shut up. It. We're trying to have fun here. But <laughs> but part of it was like people thought, like I got a few people messaging me and they're like, hey, I know that you probably shouldn't tell me this, but what was the name? <laughs> and it's like, he, you were beeping it out as a joke. I mean, there was it's not like yeah. you were like in some well, it's easy. It would, it was It would have been super easy to figure out who it was. And yeah, like yeah. We, talked, we talked about like him making wood picks and stuff, didn't we? Yeah, and also like go read the review and click on the th- do the same thing I did live. On yeah, the podcast. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that's click that's on the why review. It was funny. Yeah, we left a trail of breadcrumbs, a trail of tears for y'all suckers. Trail of dead. Well, so, those guys are back. Should I talk about uh, the pedal porch a little bit? Let's do that. Is there anything? <laughs> is there anything to say about it? Just plenty ex- describing it. I went on this. I went Just tell, on, talk about the origins of it. So I went down this you, rabbit how hole. How did it happen? I I was I was trying to come up with like a decent way, and I had I had done. I put Velcro on multiple different objects uh, to be sort of the 
the makeshift pedal board to hold pedals while I took videos of them and nothing, nothing really worked well. And it wasn't like, it wasn't giving me a very good angle to try to just lay, set the pedals flat and shoot down mm, for some mm-hmm. reason. Maybe it's just cause I, you know, was, uh, it's hard to like do that with a tripod and not have the tripod in the shot and stuff like that. So, um, and then, you know, alongside of that, we ordered this stamp, this rubber stamp from, um, oh crap. I just forgot her name, but Leon's wife, his wife, Mrs. Leon. Yes. And, uh, of, of Pelican, Mrs. Pelican, lady Mrs. of the Pel- realm. Oh, of course, Mrs. Pelican. And, uh, she made this freaking awesome stamp and also shout out to Michael Newman, who is my mortal enemy now because he <laughs> photoshopped our, <laughs> he photoshopped our logo to have a G and L headstock. Like it was a subtle change. It's just a little point <laughs> at some point, And for some reason I saved that in our Google drive. And so when I went to send the logo to Leon, that's the one that's like the first one. And so I just went and grabbed it and didn't notice it. So our stamp had uh, that she was nice enough to go cut that part out a little bit. But when he first sent us the pictures of it, it, it was basically a GNL headstock, and I was so mad at myself. So I ordered her name is this Monica, by the way, Monica. Monica Wright. Yes, thank, thank you, you, Monica. If you <clears throat> listen to this, so I ordered. <laughs> Thanks for a stamp. Um, I ordered this. We ordered this stamp, and then I ordered an ink pad to, you know, to use with it. And it came, and it's and it said ink pad on the box, and even on the package after I opened it. But it was two little wooden <laughs> lawn chairs, like lounge chairs, like doll size for dolls, like exactly. doll size or patio for, furniture. And actually, after I googled it, it's actually what they sell them for, or what their main audience, their wedding cake toppers. Oh, so people that's put weird. them. You know, if they have like a casual, yeah, wedding yeah, or whatever, they put these two little beach they're kind of like beach chairs you know um so uh, when i was like a kid there used to be these guys that would like come around door to door and like sell those chairs that is so creepy yeah they would like sell them because it was like a thing like hey we used to do that and now they're in prison you want to buy them like adult size chairs, like human size chairs oh still like for your yard not like tiny chairs oh okay that makes more sense now thank you for sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the yard chairs <laughs> not not tiny doll chairs like, like why i was like what you the gotta hell? find why? your audience that's a real <laughs> shot in the dark hey i'm just wondering we're just going door to door i'm wondering if you're interested in any doll chairs because i make them that's awesome also crafted from uh baltic something also how many people Balsam- live in this house Maple? and uh when do you Balsam- when, what's your work schedule windows? like which windows are your bedrooms and what are your greatest fears? <laughs> so I get, so not only, I mean, and I don't know, because from what I understand, all the Amazon fulfillment centers, it's actually humans that go like pick stuff out and, and put it in the box. But yeah. I think they're so rushed that, um, at any rate, so they sent me these Adirondack chairs. chairs. That's what they're called. Yes, exactly. Sorry. And, uh, and not only that, but one of them was broken. So I, I left this Amazon review that was like, I ordered an ink pad, and it took two <laughs> weeks to get here. And when it got here, it was two miniature lawn chairs, and one of the <laughs> lawn chairs was broken. <laughs> when my so ink pad arrived, it had become had exactly. chairs, <laughs> and had broken. 
and oh, that's funny. And so, like the side basically fell off, like the arms and and legs on the one side fell off. So I thought, oh well, I'll I'll break the other side off the other chair and then stuck them together, and it was kind of the right width to set a pedal on it, as if it was like, you know, sitting in the chair, which is like okay, <laughs> that's kind of funny. And then I thought, oh, that might actually solve you know some of the issues I've been having with not. Uh, <laughs> not being able to find like a good angle to shoot the pedals and stuff like that. So then I started down this rabbit hole. It was the day, it was a couple days after Christmas, like two days after Christmas. And I kind yeah, of, it was pretty quick. I kind of needed a distraction uh, just for some reasons. And um, so I go to Michael's. I, I was looking for it ch- for just another one of those chairs because everywhere I was finding them online, not only were they somewhat expensive, but it was really hard to tell the actual size. So I don't want to get one and have it be like, you know, one tenth the size of this one. Or so it shows up, up and it's like human size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it's an ink pad, oh. you know. <laughs> yeah. That ink pad had to go somewhere. Like it's got the sticker for the chair. Yeah, someone it. someone stuck it on top of their wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> so so I bought these sticks of balsa wood and made a second chair. So I already had these two sides, which was nice, like the two legs and arms from that I had broken off the other two chairs. So I basically just <laughs> modeled the the construction of the chair part after the other one. And so I was used, you know, had all my exacto knife and my clamp and all my glue and everything and made a second chair. Um, and one of the reasons I needed a wider chair to fit all of the uh 1090B sized enclosures <laughs> um, when they're on their side like the Pelotar or the freaking Canalia because that thing is morbidly yeah, obese. Massive. Um, and so I basically measured it to fit that exactly thinking like no pedal will ever be bigger than this, you know. Um, Gosh, I don't even think like a timeline or something is bigger than that. <laughs> it is bigger, but not by that much. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. The The big it's box driver is pretty big. Um but yeah, so then, so then I, so I've got these two little chairs while I'm there. I, I don't know what they were. I don't know what they're selling it as. It was like a little hanging. It looked like kind of a pallet almost like it was meant to be like a miniature pallet. You'd hang on the wall and paint or something. I don't know. In mm. a dollhouse. So I, I got that and put little legs on it. So that's the lawn chair. And then I ordered a patch of AstroTurf. So I've got grass under the chairs <laughs> now. And yeah, it's. And, and then, then I got people, people started sending so, you things. <laughs> so shout out to Scooter Sheldon. So first Scooter, uh, my wife uh, texted me and was like, you got a package from somebody? I think it's for the pedal chair thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So, and it was these tiny little uh, cans of soda. Which are freaking amazing. And then today, Michael well, Newman. Well, not actually cans of soda, just like soda cans. No, yes, exactly. They're models. There's no soda, soda in them. <laughs> well, you don't know that. That's true. So, and then today I got a little barbecue grill, which unfortunately, the scale of these chairs, like, like the typical kind of dollhouse scale is like a 112 scale. So, um, like one inch per foot. And this is more of like a 1 6 scale. So the grill, I Michael was pretty bummed. I felt bad because uh, the, the grill, like these chairs just tower over this little grill. Uh, but it still looks pretty dope. I'm excited for it. So cut out me <laughs> saying that, though, Aaron. Um, me saying dope. 
so yeah and now and now all i need to do is shoot some videos and uh we'll be good to go <laughs> and i'll be or do nice. more landscaping in your mini backyard i know <laughs> yeah you want to make um, sure it's right. you're gonna have like miniature version of yourself that you just like put in there and just watch <laughs> like look how look how peaceful i am <laughs> if only my real life was like that <laughs> put in some little friends oh, man so so did you guys come up with a rubric for me or is that going to be another night yeah we didn't do we it did not another night well way to go we, we guys I got a bunch of new amps though. You did. And my my preliminary review, I really like the Tube Screamer amp, the Ibanez one. Okay. Um does it have a is it a new Tube Screamer or old Tube Screamer? <laughs> it has actual tubes in it. New not oh. new tubes. Not new tubes. New new tubes. New. Um I like not that one. GNU GNU tubes. <laughs> No, <laughs> it doesn't have emu tubes in it either. Um, I like, yeah, I like that, and I like the base breaker. They're very different. The Ibanez has a ton of clean headroom, um, and the base breaker has very little. Um, and that's about it. Oh, and I bought a, a Vox AC4. I don't know if I told anyone about that. Did you, No, you didn't. Did you get the 30-watt or the 15-watt Ibanez? I thought you were going to say the AC4. I was going to say, I got the 4-watt one. Um, is there more than one? Well, there's a 15 and a 13, or a 30. In the head? I believe so, yeah. I think I got the 15. I didn't even know there was... Yeah, it's the TSA 15. I didn't even know there was a 30. Yeah, there's a 30-watt, too. Um, and I think they had a 5-watt combo. Well, this one, also. it lets you switch it down to 5 watts. I don't know if I don't think they ever made one that was like dedicated five watts. Well, they didn't have no, a five watt like head, a, but they do have the five watt like the TV one is was five watts, I think. Are you talking about the AC four now? No, no the the Ibanez they had a, a, a like a TSA five or something TSA five TV and it looked it was like a little retro style thing. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I remember the that TSA five TV. That's one combo. of those things that like. Yeah, the style yeah. is so strong. Like you want a cool amp that's kind of unique, but you don't want it to be like completely weird either. Yeah, it know? even has like little furniture legs on it. <laughs> yeah, like an old, like, 50s, like an old TV. You know? Yeah, exactly. Or like an old radio, even. Yeah, oh, that's funny. So no, I, I'm I'm liking <laughs> it a lot so far. And I got this plate for my. I got that two by twelve cab. It's these old um, Jensen speakers, I think. I figured out. I, I looked up the number on the back, and it looks like they're Jensen speakers. Mm. Um, and I got this plate that lets you run them in 4 or 16 ohms, or it lets you run it like stereo 8 ohms each. So it gives you Or right. mono 8 ohms. So it gives you a ton of different options. Um, so I'm going to try that out with because the both the Ibanez amp and the bass breaker – let you choose you know any impedance you want to run at the output so oh cool um i might compare that i think and see that's how different becoming sound. more common it seems like yeah yeah especially i think with the type of uh, i'm outside of my uh you know knowledge but i think the type of transformers they use nowadays is much easier to change that because mm. my um my rebel head did that as well had three outputs four eight or twelve 
Yeah. Or 16, yeah, rather. Exactly. Four, eight, or 16. And on the base breaker, it's just a switch. Oh, unless okay, you just cool. choose four, eight, or 16. Um, nice. So and then know. you got an AC4? Yeah, the guitarist. The head or the my, combo? The combo. The guitarist in my band um, was selling it. Originally, I was going to trade him for the kilt, but then it was like, yeah, he, he actually got an MS3. <laughs> like He didn't even tell me he was getting it. Yeah, um, and mm. and I don't I don't think it was completely because of me either, um, but yeah, he kind of needed, uh, you know, he would have preferred to have the money, so I was like, oh, I'll just buy it, and it's it's a fun amp. I and haven't that's played the, it a ton though. Just is it the a one, one the one twelve? It's a one the ten inch. Okay. Yeah, so it's just the it's it was kind of the most common. It's just the AC four TV is the model number. Oh, okay. They, they also did a mini. They did one with an eight and even a six inch, I think. And yeah, then they did like some somewhat, I don't know if they were limited, but they did some one by 12s too that looked really cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking and it looks like the 112 is all that's available now. Yeah. I At least on Sweetwater. Like they, yeah, the smaller they ones. They discontinued most of the other ones. I'm going to run it through my 212 cab though and see how it sounds. Oh, nice. So is that, that one, I know like my brother-in-law had one for a while, but I never really played it. I wasn't really into it. AC amps when it came out, but it seems like it breaks up pretty early, right? Because it's kind of small. Yeah, and it's four watts, so yeah, it has yeah. like no clean headroom, and you can switch it down to one watt or a quarter watt. Mm. Um, they get and, they get crunchy pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, did you you didn't you have one like, for a while? I uh, for a while, like an afternoon. Oh, that, okay. oh really? Was that yeah? Did, I, I is this one um, of the ones you bought and then took back after you used it? No, it. it was it was different because I got it at Guitar Center with the intention of keeping it, and um, I took it home and I was like, "Whoa, I do not like this at all!" Like, because it was just so dirty. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could I couldn't get I couldn't get um, anything clean. Yeah, um, at like a good volume, you know. So seems like that's like, the amp that you want if like you want the Vox overdrive sound. Exactly. In an apartment. Yeah. In an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like a fun. Yeah. I I hadn't owned one before, and so I I wanted to try it out. Um, and I I sold my AC15, and I don't really miss it or anything. But I thought, oh, this will be a fun Vox amp, you know. And then I don't want to keep it all sell it, but but yeah, it has no clean headroom. It's a cool sound, and I I hear it sounds really good through bigger cabs too. So we'll see. That doesn't surprise me though, especially Phil. If you're if you're getting that as like a main type of amp, right, right, like you're going to be playing what at did, church and putting pedals before it and stuff like that. Exactly. What What did you pay for it? One hundred and fifty bucks. I think that's what I paid too, and I was yeah, like so. That's kind of that's kind of the going right now. I think. Um, like I would, I would be surprised if I sell it. If I, I would be surprised if I was able to get much more than that for it. Right, he had it, like he had it listed for like one seventy for a long time, and it never sold. You know. Yeah. Ugh. So, but it'll be fun. Hmm. And that's all. That's that's good. That's Is nice. there anything to say about the new tube screamer, other than it looks freaking amazing? No. Is Aaron still here? <laughs> oh, probably not. 
because he has two instances inside the hangout. Um, so yeah, hopefully he'll cut out this long, awkward pause. Sure. Um, the so Paul Roney has started building again. Right. Mm. It looks like he's farther into the process than I thought he was. Because initially, have you guys been following his Instagram? Instagram? No, not really. He, I don't, I don't <laughs> think stuff's been. Originally, he was just posting. So it's so his account is Danger Brand Guitars. Oh. And oh, is that a new account? Or did yeah. he just change the name? Well, because he has uh, a Paul, Paul Roney one. Yeah. So he's, I think initially it wasn't like known who it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. Okay. Well, um, what's, it, what's it called now? Danger Brand Guitars. Hmm. Um, and initially he was just posting like renderings, like CAD drawings of, of guitars. Um, and so it made me think he was like very early on in the process. But then lately he's been posting pictures of like actual bodies that are cut out. And today he posted a picture of a neck. Um, like before it got a fretboard. Um, so I think he's like actually building guitars again, which is really exciting because um, everyone who listens to the podcast knows how I feel about his guitars. And he just said today that, or a couple days ago, that all the models are probably going to be different. Like nothing, nothing that he's posted looks very similar to any of the stuff he's done before. But he said the little stinker is probably going to come back. So that would be awesome because I really like the design of that guitar, and I love how it plays. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Hmm. So feels like an Instagram. Aaron probably cut out again. I I have th- mixed feelings about him coming back and not doing Oceanas. Just because you want one really bad. Well, I shouldn't say I have mixed feelings. I have. <laughs> anger i have a anger feeling. is a mixed feeling <laughs> yeah i have one a feeling. feeling and the feeling is uh disappointment rage <laughs> resentment well and i don't he hasn't like definitively stated that he's not bringing back those other models but nothing that he's posted up to this point hints at any of his old models right so the fact that he so maybe you know he said oh we're probably going to bring back the little stinker maybe in a couple days he'll say oh we're also going to bring back the oceana because i the little stinker was was like a hit for a while i mean it it was very popular and you're seeing a lot of pictures posted and stuff like that but i would have to think that most people if they were going to choose one of his models would choose the oceana right i would choose the little stinker probably would you but that's because you're punk rock like that Maybe. <clears throat> I feel like more people are starting to make guitars that look like the Oceana, which is totally. like that kind of old Supro vibe. Um, like I'm seeing that body shape more, so maybe that's why he wants to kind of get into more unique stuff again. Yeah. When he started, totally. I think he was like one of the few that were doing that was doing it. I know. And now, now it seems yeah, and now everyone is building, you know, an offset with him tell with the mastery bridge and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's true too. But his Oceana shape or his Supro shape is cooler than the Supros. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, about it is, but so like the the one that comes to mind is the the Fano, the Revolta series. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It literally 
I mean, it, they're a little bit more. I guess they're closer to the kind of Subaru because they have like the German carve on them. Yeah, but they're they're bigger, so they're they to me it looks very similar to the Oceana. It's a similar vibe. I think I think the thing that gives it the super look is the top horn that comes up. Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah. cuts in. It, it looks more like a a cutaway. Oh, it, that you're has right. you're right. That has a specific kind. That has a specific yeah. name on acoustic guitars, and I can't think of what it's called. But the cutaway, where instead but of that's the thing. That's like the super vibe. Is that top to horn? Yeah, exactly. And it's and it's the same way on the Oceana. But I love. I don't know. So I've been playing my Oceana a lot lately, which a, a couple things. I really like that guitar, but I finally noticed why. And, and I was kind of, I don't know, disappointed and I hesitate to <laughs> bring this up on the podcast, but um, the nut was like the nut slots were not deep enough, not even close to being deep enough. Um, and so what that ends up giving you is, first of all, it's hard to get decent action across the whole fretboard or like consistent action. But also it means if you ever play open chords or down close to the nut, you're always pulling things sharp, you know. Um, so I just refiled the nut slots down and it was like a night and day difference. Hmm. Um, and that's, that's like, I have Anything. nuts. I ha yeah, like I have nut slot files, but I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm sure that like, you know, Kevin and anyone else who builds guitars is like cringing at the thought of me, uh, filing the nut on, on this guitar, but, um, it worked out, it worked out well. And I was. I don't know. I was honestly a little bit disappointed. Like, I don't know how that made it, you know, past the goalie or whatever. Um, but, but now I'm, I've been playing that guitar a ton lately now. That's the, it's a, the big three pickup one. Yeah. And the pickups are like very strat sounding. So it's basically a strat it has a five way switch. Are they single coils? Yeah. They're single coils. They're, oh, okay. they're Supra reissues. Um, they're, you know, roadhouse something, something. But when I went and looked up the specs, it says specifically that they have like a very strat sound and it does, uh, especially like the in-between, you know, like the out of phase positions. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds super stratty. So that's funny. Um, it's like so big. You would expect it to have like a really fat sound. Yeah. And they look, they're the size of, well, they look like many humbuckers. They're the size of many humbuckers. So you you also wouldn't expect them to sound like that, you know, the, just the pickups alone. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm back on board with the Oceana. Wild, that's cool. I'm glad. Hey Phil, tell us about your Russian uh, mono dealer. <laughs> tell us about the Russian guy you got mono from. <laughs> um. Jay, why not? <laughs> it's a funny story. You don't have to, you know. Okay. Um, okay. We're just so, uh, talking about how you got the thing. How I got the thing? Just tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. So um, the story is, I was. What's the story, Phil? Um, I'm. I. And, and we we talked crap about it in our Facebook group when Facebook added marketplace without the consent of users. Yeah. 
Specifically, it, when they added the little notification at the bottom, right? Yes, that's a little red number that you can't get it to go away. So I was resentful about um, just the existence of it being there on my phone all the time with this stupid red number, right? Well, a friend of mine, um, uh, we we recently went because of the moving into the new house, and we had you know a tiny house, and now we have a normal size house. And um, enormous house, yeah, in enormal, in enormal size, <laughs> an electronic house, it's like a it's like a regular white person house, <laughs> right? It's it regular it, size. It has Very like much. it's like kind of like flesh colored brick, right? No kind of thing, yeah, skin colored. Is your house stucco? Uh, is that is there is stucco a thing up there? Mm, aren't are all houses stucco if they're not no. like brick? No. Uh, so it's like in my neighborhood they are plastic mm. so like that was one of the weird one of the things that i noticed when I, I lived in minnesota for years like everything had siding on it and it was like bizarre stucco doesn't me. stucco doesn't handle huge temperature swings as much yeah. as as well as other as well as or like plastic constant moisture and stuff yeah exactly okay so well, that's I the story if, i don't know if what yeah so what now the you know situation was in Northern <laughs> stucco guys <laughs> Stuck so, more like stuck up. <laughs> so um, a friend of ours was like uh, looking on um, mm-hmm. Facebook Marketplace, and she was like, "Oh, you need a chair for this room." And look what I look at this one. Is I it found a miniature chair. No, like a normal person sized oh, chair for humans. Yeah, okay. like yeah for white person for white humans. <laughs> and uh, oh, geez. this is terrible. I'm sorry. Rough. And uh, so. Um, so I start. I was like, man, that's okay. Maybe I should check out stupid Facebook marketplace. And I start scrolling through and then I add, ah, I should, maybe I should just type in guitar at the top. And that's how it starts. I, yep. First time on Facebook marketplace, I'm scrolling through and in 20 minutes I see mono case 50 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, what? Uh, oh my. Oh, uh, what? And um, so I messaged the guy and I go, okay, it looks like you have. At first, I thought all these pictures were one case, but it looks like you have different ones. Is it is it different ones? And he goes, he goes, yeah, I have. Um, I have a few. And I was like okay, when can I meet you? And um, so we set up a time and I drive to a random parking lot and he's this uh, <laughs> he's this Russian dude smoking a cigarette in a um, uh, in a track suit. Nice. <laughs> and um, of course he's in a track suit. It, it was Adidas, right? <laughs> I couldn't tell what brand it was. Oh, come on. It had three stripes on the side. I, we all know it did. Right. Did he have so, a Kangol hat? No, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> so so um so he's standing at the front of Safeway when I pull up and then he like motions like this. So I follow him through the parking lot yeah, see you, in, Bill. in my car. Oh yeah, he motions. He motioned like, like what? 
like this. <laughs> oh, awesome. You're painting a word picture. <laughs> so do it again. I didn't see it. Okay, I'll sort of here. I'll try. I'll do it near the mic so you can hear the movement. Okay, are you ready? It's like you really do that in public. That's <laughs> obscene. Yeah, why would you do that? Immature, at least. So, so he's so got he's, this tiny. So he's got a tiny hatchback car in the middle of this parking lot, and it's like completely full of mono cases. <laughs> Like the it like the every like the whole thing is just shoved with mono cases like all over the car. <laughs> and I was like, uh <laughs> oh, do you have he kept pulling out base ones and I was like, No, I I, I don't I don't want a base one. This is look, this is too long. It's it's a base. And um and he goes, Oh, oh, you're right, you're right. And then he throw it in the back of the car and then he pull out another one and I go, Yeah, this is this is a base one too. Oh. And he's, Oh, you're. Oh, you're right. It's like it's like the scene in Christmas Story when the guy's selling him trees. Is that what it was like? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, then he pulls out an acoustic, um, an acoustic sleeve, and uh, or is it a sleeve? Yeah. Yes, yeah. the acoustic one you have is a sleeve. The acoustic is a sleeve, and then he, um, and and he only had one electric. But the zipper's broken on the um, pocket. Um, you could fix it pretty easily, though. But well, I because I, I saw your I saw your reboot listing. You just got to oh, cut it. You just got to cut the end of it and sew it a little bit. I try. Yeah, I, I tried to. I followed your reverb shop. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I saw it show up, and I was like, I don't think I have mono in my feed. And then I was like, Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I know where this is from. Um, so anyways, keep. Yeah. So. Um, so I go, Oh, the zipper's broken and it's not in the main pocket. It's just on the, like the, the little accessory, the lower, pocket, the rope pocket. Yeah, the low, yeah, exactly. And he goes, Oh, Oh. And then he, he took it back. He goes, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Not this one. And I go, and I go, do you have another electric? And he goes, he goes, Oh no, not, uh, not with me. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, back in my bunker. Well then I, then I will take it. And he goes, he goes, Oh, um, and I go, could you give me a deal on it? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, okay, 40. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, so I got, yeah, the, I got the one for, uh, one for 40, which, which you found out the acoustic sleeve is extremely tight, which the electric one is the same way, but it's, it's but electric guitars are, are thin. So you don't notice as much. Well, and I think because of like the weight of electrics, like they they kind of push their way down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's tight, it's but because it's because it's oh, because the sleep does it not zip? Does it does it only zip down to the sides? So it doesn't zip like the newer, like the or I don't know if it's the newer ones or if it's just the electric sleeves that zip on, down halfway on both sides. Yeah. The, this one for the electric zips like a normal yeah, case. Yeah, but the acoustic one, though, the acoustic sleeve, the, how does the, it zip? The acoustic one zips down all the way on one side and partway okay. on the other side. Okay, so that's how, like, the that's how the M80, like, the dual one is, for example. 
but still though you're still like kind of sliding it in from the side and the depth of it is like limiting on the sleeve right right so um so yeah that's um that's pretty cool and you're gonna you have another uh appointment scheduled with this man is that correct uh you have to yeah. talk into the microphone i know, <laughs> I, know. Walk away. <laughs> I was playing with it again. <laughs> and if i had my cut out that for a soundbite if i had so, my uh, old setup yeah if i had my old setup then this wouldn't be a problem i could wander all over the place yeah anyway um i do have an appointment with him and i'm not I'm not positive. I don't know. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to say anything else. You're not positive he's not going to murder you? Is that what you were going to say? (laughs) If you had stretchy arms, you could reach all the way across the room. Yeah. Uh, Good point. (laughs) An equally good point. (laughs) If I had a really long mustache, I could tie the mic to my mustache. That's true. We end up up interacting with people in very unusual and sometimes shady ways like like my i have a dual mono case and i got it from this guy it was listed for 150 for a long time and nobody was buying it and so i offered him 100 and he was like nah i don't want to go that low and i was like okay well that's all i have so you know take it or leave it he was like well if you bring me some mountain dew on your way then i'll sell it to you for 100. (laughs) so i stopped at a gas station and brought him some mountain dew I think I think I've told the story before, but he had one of those. Uh, oh crap! What were those? What were those amps called with Line Six? Oh, Amplify. Mm. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Those like a PA, like a Bluetooth PA type thing. Oh, yeah. okay. One of those. And it, but it was like eleven o'clock at night on a Saturday night, so it was already, and he was kind of lived in the middle of nowhere. And I'm taking this random guy Mountain Dew and hopefully buying a gig bag from him and. Yeah, but it worked out, you know. It always works out, out, except when it doesn't. So, <laughs> what's the deal with this guy? Because isn't is mono based out of Northern California? Uh, North, the, North Cal. Well, the cat, the case says um, designed in California. All um, oh, are they like yeah. old versions or or what? Maybe that's like the or are they seconds or models? Yeah, maybe the. The acoustic one looks newer, because isn't the gray like a, a more recent addition? I well, the sleeve the sleeve itself is a more recent model than the M80. Like the M80, I think I could be totally wrong, but I thought the M80 was sort of the original, like flagship thing, and then the sleeve came after that. Hmm. Okay. But. Well, but yeah, that's what I'm. I'm trying to figure out where he's getting these. Well, it says M. It the sleeve says the acoustic says M80 also. Yeah, well, the sleeves are part of the sleeve. The sleeves are it's part like of a the part of the M80 line. But the original M80 uh, was the was Vertigo. The original, yeah, the Vert. Exactly. Yes. Sounds like Mono has sort of a well. No, the Vertigo is also a kind of thing going on the, here. The Vertigo is the one that has like the rubber foot on it and stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, oh. so they have the regular M80 case, then there's the Vertigo and the sleeve, but they're all part of the M80 line. Yeah. Basically, the M80 line is just the guitar line. 
Okay. Yeah, because then so they all the guitar stuff and... is called M80, and then they also have like pedal boards, and then they have the tick. Then they have Which like maybe the tick is technically an M80. I don't know. I think the M80 is basically all of the um, like instrument stuff. By the way, I love the tick. Do you? I know. Yeah, it's really useful. Like basically, I don't carry. I used to carry this big bag. It's actually a gun range bag that um, I, I liked it because like the all the little slots for magazines help hold microphones really well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, magazines are like flat, flat and wide. But it's like a loop. It's like you know they're not rigid, so they would take the form of you mm, know like paper sized. It's just the circum. Oh, <laughs> you idiot. I'm the idiot for not picking up what you're saying. Um, Sorry, yeah, that's actually the clips a smart idea. to the to the uneducated. That's what <laughs> most people would refer to as the clips. Um, mm. But yeah, the tip is or the tick is very uh, is very useful. I think I got it for like yeah. fifty bucks. The problem with all the mono stuff is it's just so. Is that one attached to the other? Yes, so it, it so I actually have two. So I have a dual guitar case and a single electric that the mm. tick can attach to, mm. which is convenient too. But but the problem is like to buy any of their stuff new is just insane. It's crazy expensive. when you can get crazy deals from a shady Russian hatchback, then that's fine. But right. usually that's not the case, you know. No pun intended. Huh? <laughs> case. <laughs> but so it's hard for me to say like oh i love it i love mono because i have two i have a bass case i have a sleeve for an electric guitar i have a dual and a single like i have four mono cases and yet but you don't actually support them as a company i've never paid more than <laughs> i i've never even paid half price for any of them you know like because yeah. they're just so much more than anything else you know that it's like very much it goes into like luxury territory like gibson gibson custom shop territory you know where it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, you're just—it's yeah. like people so, who have like fancy luggage. Exactly. Yeah, and and even though they are like very functional, and, and they're really good cases, like the dual case is three hundred and thirty dollars for a guitar case. Like that's yeah, that's a lot. So much money. I still need to check out those Gator ones. I hear they're really good. I think Adam Rohrer had one. Yeah, I think you're right. They're basically like knockoffs for like less than half the price, right? I think they're about a hundred. Then that's way less than half the price. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that they have. I don't think they have like double ones. Yeah, they do. That was like. Oh, they do. I thought they ones. did. I thought that was like the whole. I thought that was the whole thing. More. Yeah, I think. They're well, the thing like... that they have that is like similar is they have that. Um, so like the neck rest that the mono has, like they're the first ones to do that in the gig bag, and I think that's the main thing that they copied in the. So they do have a dual. I don't like the design of it as much, but it's two hundred brand new. So they don't look as good. That's still expensive. I like the fact, like Phil was saying, that the cases don't open all the way from the side, mm-hmm. and like completely zip open. Like there's no zipper on the bottom of any of the mono cases that I have. Yeah, that is nice. And I like that kind of that. It's just 
you drop the guitar and then you know that it's at least secure in that direction. Right. So, Phil, are you wandering around the room? Slide through. No. He's Why? dreaming about wandering around. We need to get you, like, you know those harmonica? You know those harmonica holders? Yeah. You get one of those for you, and just so you can just pace back and forth in your room. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 That's, <laughs> that's what I need. Uh, you know what else you could get is, like, um, there's these little pills that you take. <laughs> they just calm me down. And when he says you, he means me. Yes. There's I these mean, little pills that I take. <laughs> there's these little pills that Cole takes that you I could also he, take. Yeah, he wants me to take it, though, is the thing. Yeah. You should. It's helpful. I mean, all your I'm, students take it. <laughs> yeah, you could probably buy some. <laughs> <laughs> so we should mention again um, the beer lunch at NAM. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's not much to say about it other than it'll be somewhere on the show floor on Saturday at noon. Wear the shirt. Yeah. yeah. Pick up a Gearsong shirt it. and wear it, and you can get yeah, drunk for free. Heidi, tell him about it. Two drink maximum. Heidi. I don't think there's a two drink maximum. Aaron Heidi couldn't even Heidi walk. Heidi Aaron got so drunk last year, he couldn't even walk. Whatever. I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't walk coming yeah. into it. Yeah. It, was, it kind of happened before. When he was smashed, I was I was smashed. I couldn't <laughs> even walk. I was smashed. I was so smashed <laughs> by a car, by a car, by a minivan. Oh, stupid minivans! Heidi Klum, tell us about <laughs> Nam. Heidi, Heidi is not available. Oh, come on! <laughs> I think Aaron is barely available, so I think <laughs> Heidi is certainly not available. Unfortunately. There is no Heidi. There's only Zool. <laughs> so somebody asked about our favorite breakfast cereal. I think it might have been Captain Crunch. HBO might have been Fraser. It's I my, I don't like Captain Crunch because it cuts up your mouth so much. I like it so much that I don't care that it cuts up. My yeah, mouth. I do. I will eat Captain Crunch with the Crunchberries, especially. I don't like. HBO's I just like the normal Captain Crunch with no Crunch berries. I like the berries. It's all about HBOs with almonds, almonds. HBOs, honey bunches of oats. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to be cute. Honey, I'm not trying to be honey nut checks. You. Honey nut checks are very good. It's all about nut and honey. Because then, when your wife asks you what them. you're eating, you just say nut and honey. <laughs> I forgot she says. You lie like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> My so favorite stupid. cereal is called Nunya Damn Business. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot honey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is this this conversation is over. <laughs> My favorite cereal. Real talk, my favorite cereal is probably Cheerios. Plain Cheerios. Oh, that's disappointing. Mine, I think if I could only have one cereal for the rest of my life, it would be Raisin Bran Crunch. That's a good one. I also really like Apple Jacks. I don't think I've had those. I haven't had those in forever. They're so good. Not Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, but Apple Jacks. Yeah, Yeah, the circle, the green circles. 
with little orange, orange dots on them. Yeah. Well, now they're green circles and orange circles. Oh, maybe they've always been that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. They're good though. Honeycomb. Honeycomb's good. Honeycomb's okay. It's a little wet, soggy for my taste. Yeah. Cookie like crisp it. is good. Because they're just like little cookies in a bowl. <laughs> the problem is like you're always excited because there's all the little chocolate chips at the end, but they then they off. just taste like they're not they really chocolate. Taste... They taste like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're eating little it's like you're eating confetti. It's like they're you're eating all the freaking ones. glitter that Luke Mundy put in his in my secret Santa package. <laughs> They are. They're like cereal glitter. They serve no purpose yeah. other than decoration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so dumb. Well, guys. Yeah. Not to break up a, a really interesting conversation, but <laughs> really, thanks for really this episode to end. Thanks for I don't think I can, I don't think I can carry this podcast much longer. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Now you know how I've felt for the last eighty-one episodes. <laughs> Thanks for friendship. Friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for Russians. kidding in in track suits and hatchbacks that that's like the guy was like trying like there was a casting call yeah and it was like we're looking for stereotypical mildly racist russian you know right like oh yeah i'll check all I'll the boxes a more here. russian i'll do like some shady deal <laughs> in a hatchback with a track suit he had a dash cam i'm positive